What's up Funnelpreneurs, my name is Will Estrazer and welcome to another episode of Funnel Society, where my guests and I show you how to build a 5-7 to seven figure business online using sales funnels, and also where we expose those Lamborghinis selling you instant success. Hey guys, Will here again and welcome to another episode. I've got the great pleasure of having Justin here. Justin from uh, Star, CF Style Box, uh, pretty cool. Uh, Justin reached out to me uh, on Facebook and we started chatting and one thing led, led to another. And again, we're on a podcast. I think this is how a lot of things are happening at the moment. Great connection that we had there from chatting. And uh, yeah, guys, I'm just gonna let Justin introduce himself. Uh, Justin, where are you coming from in the world? And uh, just give us a quick interview, of, uh, like a uh, intro about yourself, man. Sure. Well, thanks, first of all, Will, for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's been great getting to know you and making that connection. I am, uh, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, so right. that's uh, in the southeast United States. And uh, let's see a little bit about me. Uh, I have a family. I've got a wife and three kids mm-hmm. and uh, young kids. My oldest is 13. I've got an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old, so they're fairly young. And um, let's see. My background is in computer programming or web development. Okay, that's what I spent my career doing before I uh, got into this entrepreneurial world. But uh, yeah. really enjoyed doing that, and you know, been building websites for over over twenty years, I guess. So, oh, geez, okay, uh, man, that's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might be giving you age away there, but uh, we'll see how it goes there. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. So. Let's jump right into this. Uh, I like to start off with the backstory of a person because I really believe that that's always a starting point where somebody just started off because you didn't just fall or stumble where you are right now into this, what you're doing. And there's always some kind of moment of in time or something happened to your life that kind of brought you to where you are now. And at the same time, there's a ton of stuff that happened which wasn't nice and you've got a lot of wins most likely. And a lot of fails, uh, as most of yeah. us as funnelpreneurs, as I like to call us, we go through that stages. So, man, walk us a bit. You can go as back as, as far back as you want, even when you were in the crib, if you, if you want to go that back, <laughs> that far back. But uh, anytime, man, just uh, start off with your backstory. Tell us uh, how did you get started with this whole process you're on at the moment? Sure. So, I won't go quite back to the crib, but uh, <laughs> cool. I think. With many aspects of our lives, we can go back to our childhood and um, see kind of the roots of where we got onto these paths. And that's definitely true for me. I think I've always sort of had the entrepreneurial spirit, uh, if, if you will. I remember being a kid, little kid, and you know, trying to come up with inventions, right? So I, back in my mind, in my mind back then as a kid, that was the way you kind of would would make it or be able to make a bunch of money or or whatever. I was thinking back then. I need to invent something new, right? Okay. Um, so I had you know different different ideas that I would come up with, little inventions or whatever, which I never did anything with any of any of those. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fine. <laughs> but you know that that seed was in my mind that I, I want to create something, right? Um, build something. And then I had the experience when I was probably in I don't remember how old I was, elementary school. I think that my father. Um, decided to leave his job and try to become an entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, so we had, you know, we had a good life at that time, you know, nice house and all the things that we needed and and life was, was good. And, 
you know, he was tired of, of, of having a job, tired yeah. of working. So yep. what, 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 me what, and my mom tried <laughs> to start a small business together. It was wow. a um, home decorating business, actually. Wow. So you know, that pulled on my mom's expertise and my dad was in, you know, accounting and business and they decided, hey, we can, we can do this. We can make a run of that. And uh, unfortunately, that, that didn't work out. That business oh, okay. ended up failing. And uh, that was, you know, that was a big disruption to our life and yeah, yeah. me as a little kid, you know, um, because like I said, we had, we had a nice life yet. My dad had a good job. Um, but then the business didn't provide that same sort of outcome for us or experience. And, yeah. um, they ultimately had to shut that down and then my dad had to go and try to find work again. And so that experience always stuck with me and, and uh, kind of shaped my mind about business and being an entrepreneur. And I think it, it gave me a lot of fears and uncertainty around uh, <laughs> starting a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up not going into the entrepreneurial world and just taking a more traditional route of going to college and getting a degree and going out into the workforce and getting a job. Right. Um, even though, you know, like I said, I had that entrepreneurial spirit from the time I was young. I think I just did. I was afraid of repeating the experience that I had when, I was a kid that my parents had really, but, but it impacted me as well, you know, yeah. um, because, you know, money was tight. We didn't have the things that we were used to having all those kinds of things. And so I, I, like I said, I went that more traditional route and I went to school, majored in uh, management information systems, started working, like I already mentioned as a, a web developer, built websites and all of that. But, you know, it was never quite, I was never quite happy with that. Uh, okay. It was always a struggle for me working for other people because I knew I, I wanted to do something bigger, something greater, you know, yep. and the time I started, you know, when I was in college is kind of the time that the internet really started taking off a little okay. bit. You know, when I started college, nobody even really had computers <laughs> much or the internet okay. was a thing, but I was like, okay. Dial up connection. Right now. <laughs> What's that? Uh, dial up connection. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> dial up connections and, once you got dialed in, there wasn't anything to do really on the internet anyway, but it started taking off while I was in college. And by the time I got done, I was like, well, this is what's hot right now. And that's what I'll go into. And so I, so I've been building websites ever since then thinking I was going to, you know, do something great in that space. But eventually after working for years and years and starting a family and, uh, trying to, trying to make something out of that career, it was just such a drain on me, you know? Um, so much time away from my family. I ended up in a, a small startup company eventually. And I spent seven and a half years there. I was really the first employee. And so I got to go through that experience of, of building it up and growing it. And that's great. That's a great experience. It was a great experience. Lots learned there, but it was also a huge drain because yeah. we've been in a startup scenario, but it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And I put in just yep. insane hours for many years and it was time away from the family and, um, Again, I was I was building somebody else's dream, not mine. Yeah. You know, that's what it's coming uh, up to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even though you know it was still good for me, it, it wasn't. Ultimately, I was somebody's employee, and I was tied to um, their dream, and so that desire to be an entrepreneur was always there. And I struggled with that, and um, I got so ingrained in this startup company that it was really hard to leave. And though I wanted okay. to go do my own thing, it was small, right? And so it's kind of like family and. Um, yeah. emotionally, you're emotionally, emotionally invested in that company. Yeah. Very much. Very much. Yeah. So it was hard for me to leave. Right. Yep. Um, 
and, and go out and to be on my own. But eventually uh, the company got to a point where we needed um, to make some cutbacks and, and things and somebody needed to, to leave. And as we all talked about how to go about that and people taking pay cuts and all kinds of things, I, I saw that as my opportunity, you know, that I could, right. I, I don't want everybody else to take, you know, pay cuts and things like that. I know that I could go out and take my skills and do something um, as an entrepreneur. And I wanted to take that opportunity. I just felt, you know, it's now or never. This is the time. You know, this is the opportunity. Uh, I can step away without feeling bad because we need somebody to step away anyway. And I, so I took that opportunity and I just jumped in and uh, left my job. And I didn't really have a solid plan or didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And but I decided to take that leap of faith and jump right. in and uh, just go for it and see what I could come up with. And that was, I guess, <laughs> even though I had dabbled in entrepreneurship and online marketing and marketing things for years before that, just kind yeah. of toe in the water type of approach, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't really given it a real shot. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. I know it's possible to make money doing this stuff. All right. So I'm going to go for it and <laughs> jumped out of the plane kind of with no parachute or plan and went for it. <laughs> and how long was that ago? Uh, that was the end of 2017 was when I left my job. So I guess right. we've been a little over a year and a half. All right, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, sorry, man, I'm just quickly going to switch my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Give me a second. Oh, crap. Oh, let me back. Sorry, man. I can edit that out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, okay, so that's been, well, you say now since 2017. And uh, man, that's awesome. Okay. And how's it been going since then? Have Tell me, maybe we should move into the section of how it has been going and what have you seen happen basically when you've been doing this and maybe a fail that you've kind of had in this time space since leaving a job and now starting off this company? Sure. So it hasn't been all, you know, yeah. Rainbows and sunshine. It's definitely been a challenge. Like I said, I didn't have a solid plan. I had some ideas, but uh, the first thing I tried when I left didn't work out. I've yeah. completely walked, you know, moved away from that since then. But I uh, spent a lot of time working on my initial attempt and idea, and um, you know, I got into this. This I don't know. It's hard to know when something isn't going to work out versus you just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And you hear a lot of people are out there teaching about online marketing, say that uh, a lot of people that aren't successful, aren't successful because they don't stick with it long enough where they, yeah. you know, they get yeah. tired of it and bail out. And so for me, in my mind, it's hard to figure out, you know, am I on the wrong path here with what I'm pursuing yeah. or is it just that, yeah, I haven't I haven't pushed long enough or hard enough, yeah. or am I doing it wrong? And as you have all these questions, yeah. it's hard to know uh, what the problem is and and why you're not being successful. So yeah, it's battling with that man, that's such a different. That's a good point you just left, Maxine. I think just brought up there because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, or funpreneurs, so you have to say, yeah. is actually we set to that point of are we going down that road? And we don't we're not pretty sure. We're just kind of driving it, and we're trying to see okay where we're going here. And you're also trying to think of the whole thing of, okay, um, am I wasting time here? Could I, could, could I have done something better? Could I have done that? Then you get actually to the point where you start doubting at what you're doing. And meanwhile, what you're doing is actually working, most likely. But you, as you said, you didn't, you're not sticking with it long enough or 
you're maybe not following the right, maybe in the right space, but you're not following the right model um, mm. with the business. And I think that's maybe a huge difference because you said, I think a great experience you had was working for that company, as you said, where you saw that startup from the, from the ground up. And yeah. I personally, as you said, the, I personally also had experience with that. And it's difficult uh, Well, when you start off like that and you move from a company like that and you think, but I saw how they did it, but it's not so easy to implement yourself. Uh, yeah. It's very much more difficult whenever you're at the helm of the ship and driving this thing yeah. and realizing, man, this is a lot of decisions I have to make now. And is it the right decision? Because it's impacting my life and my family and the time I spend with them. And yeah, and then you start getting, I think, as you probably know now, it's, uh, you know, as a follow-up is, you start doubting yourself so, so much. We just maybe just stick with it. And I think what Steve Larson says, um, let the customers or let your clients vote their wallets kind of thing yes. and see where you go down the route from there. But yeah, man, tell me, so what, what are you currently doing? What's your offer that you've built out at the moment? And what do you offer people or what? I see if CF style box and I have had a look at that. It looks quite great, man. And tell me a little bit just more about what, I, what that is and how you got started in that specific thing. Yeah. So as I already mentioned, that wasn't my first thing that I, I went into, but okay. um, I, you know, I was struggling with whether I should change directions or what I should do. Okay. And I actually, I went to Funnel Hacking Live, uh, if you're familiar with that event. Yes, yeah, yeah. hopefully everybody on the podcast will know about that. If you don't know about it, go check it out. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's a, a great event. Uh, that Did you Russell go to Brunson. the 2019 one just now? Or Yes, yeah, that's oh, the one I'm talking about. Brilliant, yeah, I was at the 2018 one. That was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. You, you most likely, you met a lot of people there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that was really what helped me move on to what I'm doing now. So okay. I had all those doubts you're talking about. And, uh, you know, with my, my wife, you know, had the same doubts about. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Your wife going, mm, is this another one of those ideas? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. That's great. <laughs> uh -huh. So we had these questions on whether what I was pursuing was the right thing or not. And then, it's, it's one thing when you have your own questions, like I said, you don't know whether you're right or wrong. Or okay. You don't have that experience. But when I went to Funnel Hacking Live, I was able to interact with some more seasoned marketers and, you know, kind of get their take on some things. All right. some yeah. Conversations helped me realize that, you know, I should move towards something that um, was a better fit for me, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, well, I won't get too much into what I was doing before, but I mean, yeah, just, you might as well you can share if you want to. That's more than happy to share. It's a fail, man. People need to know that there's fails out there, and you did something and it didn't work, and it was crappy, and you made a mistake, and you learned from it. Because right. I think most people out well, not most people. I think a lot of marketers out there try and paint a picture of only the success they had to kind of sell you on that. Where I think being raw and bringing back. All your back that's why i usually go into backstory it's that's such a big thing yeah. go into backstory and pull out those fails because without that fails that you had in your life on the mistakes you made you would not be where you are right now the epiphany you came to so but yeah sorry man i just wanted to kind of keep that to you yeah that's right so i'll just i'll touch on one point about yeah. just a learning experience for me out of that fail is that uh we already talked about following models you brought up following models yeah. that yeah. are, are models of success one thing that um, I've heard Russell Brunson 
say, I think it's in some of his books, maybe that um, you have to find a market that is willing and able to pay. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, you can always try to force a market. And I felt like that's what I was doing in right. uh, my first thing. And, you know, because I wanted to, I had passion about this thing. Yep. I wanted to succeed. I was kind of ignoring okay. that thing that I'd heard him say so many times. They've got to be willing and able to pay. And I don't think the market I was after really fit, fit that. So I don't know. It's, it's easy in retrospect to look back and say, you know, I should have known better or whatever. But yeah. it's just <laughs> listen to what listen to the advice of people that have come before you and had success is really the point I'm, I'm trying to make there because I had my warnings. I had the things I you know, I knew the model, wasn't following the model to a T and, you know, yep. I didn't have the success I wanted to. But yep. in any case, I got that clarity when I went to Funnel Hacking Live and, and had some people kind of just tell me, hey, you should move on, essentially. And right. uh, that is great. So I did that. And people I, like that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And somebody that had that advice and kind of help you move on from something that would potentially take you years and take you nowhere. So, yeah. 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 And their advice was to to focus on something that is kind of my core competency, if you will. Like okay. I said, I've been a web developer, programmer for 20 plus years. And so there's a lot that I can do to help people, funnelpreneurs, if you will, you yeah. know, people that are building funnels. And so uh, they gave me the idea to kind of look at what I could build or create or do that would help people with their funnel businesses. And that's what CF Stylebox is. And right. I ended up creating that. You know, I just had the... As I was trying to think of what else I could do. The idea came to me one night and <laughs> I just stepped in and said, this yeah. is it. This fits. This is, you know, this is what I want to do. And I just started yeah. building it out. And what it is, is a collection of add-ons for the ClickFunnels editor. Uh, right. Add-ons that are related yeah. to the design of your funnel. So um, I built a bunch of things. It's a collection, if you will, of tools or uh, just bits that you can copy and paste into your funnel. And then it right. adds... It adds uh, design elements and features that look very professional, like a professional designer did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Designer. So for people that don't have any tech skills or design skills, all they have to do is copy and paste, and then the effects are applied, and it makes your phone yeah. look awesome. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, man. That's because personally, well, I do a lot of funnel building myself for for a lot of clients and stuff, and a simple plugin that can give you just a, that bit of a more cleaner look of a bit of more uh, just that up level of your funnel. Because right. as you said, you've just added, it's a simple code. I, I understand it because I, well, I've got a bit of experience with that with people listening here. It's a simple two, well, a code you can just put into your funnel and it, well, you'd walk them through the videos, you do everything with them, showing them how to do it most likely. Uh, yes. I'd love to check out from you. So uh, yeah, man, just go into more detail. How, how far have you gone to the, into this and how, how much success have you seen in this? So I... So it was after Funnel Hacking Live that I got the idea. So that was earlier this year. So we're pretty new into this. Right. Um, I launched it in the middle of June. Okay. So just months back. Uh, and, uh, just, well, depending on when I'm going to put out the podcast, guys, as you can listen, but uh, this is like almost like right around the corner. So, well, just a few months back now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you could say I'm still in my initial launch. Um, yep. yep. But it's been very favorable results. Yeah, um, yeah. So people seem to really love it and uh, feel like it's something that can help them. Because I think a lot of people struggle with making their funnels look good. I mean, it's yeah. not something that most people have experience with. They're not, you know, most people that come into the funnel world aren't web developers or designers or coders or any of that stuff. And so they're 
limited to just the drag and drop pieces that the funnel editor gives you, which is awesome because it lets people create decent, you know, good looking things, but sometimes you want more, right? Which is how I got into this really, because when I started building uh, funnels for myself, when I first oh. got introduced to click funnels, I, uh, I loved it, right? Because you can quickly build these pages, but I was used to having complete control as a web developer. Yeah. I built yeah. everything from scratch yeah. in my career. Oh. And so I didn't really have any limitations, right? Um, but I mean, that takes a lot more work, right? That takes, to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> it makes sense for yeah. most people to try to do that. But for me, yeah. I was like, I know how to do this. I want to build more into, into my funnels. And so I started doing that with my own funnels. I would write code and I would do all this stuff. But eventually I realized that, hey, you know, other people are going to want this kind of stuff too. Yeah, I can bundle this up and give it to people and definitely. help them out as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been going well. It's been going really well. I'm really pleased with the results so far. Um, and I've been trying to follow the model like we talked about. So I'm out there <laughs> awesome. reaching out to people, trying to make connections because yeah. that's where success lies for me. I think is yeah. just, um, you know, I'm not a Facebook ads expert by any means. I tried my hand at that and I've got some work to do to learn that, but you know, <laughs> connecting with people and, and telling them about the product yeah. like we're doing here, yeah. and then uh, more people hear about it. When people hear about it, they, they like it, they want it, and so yeah. that's, that's how it's been going. That's awesome, man. So you're actually at a pretty awesome stage, but I actually love to go into more detail actually now, because some of the guys I've had on here already are people um, just, well, on the seven figure, and some I've got eight figure guys also on here. So it's a lot of sometimes whenever I interview something, somebody like that, it's very sometimes a big jump for somebody to yep. listen to what they're doing at the moment, which is, I'm not saying you're at a very low level. I'm just saying you're at a great point where you've gone through this initial journey of starting up, making those mistakes. And it's, it's not even like it was five, six years back. It's just in the last few years that you've done this, which is a great story from my, from my point of view. Because what I'd like to then ask you is, as you said, you've quickly said that because you did Facebook. I know Facebook is, if you're not a ninja at that and you don't have an expert doing it or you spend tons of time in well, learning that the right way, then I think it's a, it's a bit of a money pit for myself, yes. especially yeah. when you're starting out, especially, especially when you're starting out. And I hammer always on that fact whenever I do something or talk about something that initially when you're starting out and you're just figuring out your product, you're still figuring out your clients or your customer base, um, pumping money into Facebook is not going to help because you know you don't really have that current avatar down initially. Right. So you're very open to actually making mistakes a lot more. And I think Facebook is there's no remorse. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's only a piece of plastic you gave them, and they don't care. <laughs> as right. long as they get their payment, they don't worry. It's up to you to make the best of it. So right. yeah, I've been that down that road. I did all face tried the whole Facebook, and yeah, my credit card got a bit. It got warm at one point. <laughs> uh, but you make those mistakes and you learn from it. Yes. But tell me yes. from there, how did you then switch your strategy to actually then go and reach out to people? And uh, you said you were fun like in life. Did you make connections there? Or what was your way of getting clients to where you have now? Well, I've uh, been using really Facebook to reach out to people. Yeah. All right. Um, not, you know, not ads and just talking about going out into groups and <laughs> yeah. meeting people. Right. So, uh, there are a lot of groups related to, um, you know, people that use click funnels and funnels, So that's a great place for me to go in and, 
I'll join groups and then reach out to people. Um, you know, the first first connection I made, I just joined a One Funnel Away Challenge group. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, we've been through the One Funnel Away Challenge, but that's great. Yeah, yeah, I went through the very first one of those, and uh, I thought it was great. And so, I reached out to one of those groups and just sent a message. All I did is send a message to the admin of the group and said, "Hey, you know, I." Yeah. I've been through the one phone away. I think it's great. I like what you're doing. I have this product that I think would really help your group members. You know, would you like to share it with them? You know, let's talk about it. And yeah. I got to hit back. And that's how I started that. And yeah. that worked out really well. Yeah. Um, so you just got to got to reach out to people is essentially my yeah. formula. Build those relationships. Uh, that's also a big thing that I talk about usually is, is building those relationships with people, not in a spammy way. A great, uh, great way you did it. You go, you went actually and purchased the product. You went through the system. You actually then reached out to them, say you're loving your product. Not going immediately throwing the product that you have at them, and you actually just started building that conversation with them, and then talked about this is what you're doing. And if somebody, if they would, if you saw some kind of synergy there because people are using ClickFunnels, and most likely people starting out, ClickFunnels is very easy to use. Uh, but as you said, the design part of it, you know a lot about coding, so somebody not knowing about that. And if you've ever done a bit of website coding guys, anybody listening here, they know the pains of it and the sense of, and the knowledge you should have about it and building something from scratch like this. It's, I've, I've done that and it is massively complicated. And I just immediately realized it's not in my wheelhouse. I'll just use ClickFunnels and I'll just go with that kind of thing because <laughs> I'm not a programmer and I, I thought I was going to try and be one and it's not easy. <laughs> so might as well use something like that. But it was great what you did now, as you said, adding that next level of things to kind of take somebody, especially somebody from One Funnel Away Challenge. If you guys don't know about it, go check it out. Um, it's really great because somebody just starting out most likely don't know a lot about the design phase of things. So something like a plugin that you can add or a code that you can insert into it to just make that look next level for somebody. It's amazing, man. That's awesome. And I, I love the way I said you're just starting out you're just getting traction on this and that's great for you, man. And you're seeing the results just from actually switching from what you thought was going to work. And you had a lot of emotion invested in that and letting go of it. It's just, I give you the, I give real, man. That's awesome. Cause I know myself after I've tried, when I started out, I tried a lot of stuff and it was really hard, especially because you're so emotionally invested and it's like your baby. And yes. if somebody doesn't like it, you're like, but why didn't you like it? It's, <laughs> so much time in and you're like mad at the person not why you're not listening and you're thinking i've got so much value in here and you, you, you're kind of teaching this but actually it's not something they want and you should start listening yeah there are the trolls out there trying to bring you down as they always is but yeah listen to the feedback and get the mentorship and everything but you most likely actually you've invested in one funnel away have you invested in any other program or coaching programs in the meantime have you bought a few courses and everything um, I have done some, not a lot. I, yeah. I don't I haven't done any coaching. I did another program. Um, that's actually how I got introduced to ClickFunnels. All right. I didn't even know what ClickFunnels was when I left yeah. my job. Yeah. Um, you're a programmer. I think I'd heard of Russell Brunson, <laughs> but I had never used ClickFunnels. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I bought somebody's course about how to grow your email list. All right. And in that course, they, I mean, they talked about you know, how you build your email list, but yeah. they were really telling you to use ClickFunnels in, right. in the course as a mechanism for doing that. And that led me in ClickFunnels. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't take a lot of courses, but uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. a few, a few here and there. One funnel awesome. away, of course. 
Yeah, yeah. But you've, you know, that's actually great. You haven't overwhelmed yourself with all the advice that's out there at the moment. Because I know it's easy to go and join every single course, but if you're starting out and you want to try and think, oh, but this this one looks good. Let's go sign up for that one. That, that one looks good. Let's go sign up for that one. <laughs> and you it's go. Very hard not to do that. And Sometimes I see see yeah. things, you know, like uh, ads or, yeah. or things like that. I am purposely not going to watch that because I know I'm going to want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so easy just to click on that, and three hours later you're just sitting there. Oh man, I think I need this. It's almost like a doctor's di a doctor diagnosing a patient. Do you have these symptoms, these symptoms, these symptoms? And then, oh, actually, not the doctor, but uh, Doctor Google. If you read, read, read the article of Doctor Google, basically, and you think and you read it and you see, I think I've got those symptoms. And you read, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got that sickness. Yeah, no, I've got that sickness. In a sense, in the same thing, you think, yeah, I think I've got this problem. This course is going to solve it for me. And you just start buying. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a big list of courses I bought before I just got back. Well, before I got where I am now. And I yeah. realized which ones I actually were really good courses and I should follow. <laughs> uh, and there was a few few ones that I went through was like, man, what was I thinking? Just an impulse buy. Let's just see what this guy is doing. Let's just see. <laughs> what <is Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's quite cool, man. Tell me, okay. So tell me a little bit more about some, okay, we've already talked about your backstory. We talked about how you got where you are. But I always like to talk about somebody with people about a big fail I had along this journey. Like you already mentioned the one thing you went down a little bit, but was that your big fail or was it like a big thing that happened to you? Where you can always, if you think about a fail, you immediately go to, yep, that's, I'm always going to remember that one. Do you maybe have something like that on your journey so far? Um, well, you know, the one we've already talked about sticks out the most is, you know, because I spent a lot of time on that. Um, I actually even started that effort yeah. before I quit my job. All right. Um, you know, I had I mean, just kind of dabbling in it. And so I spent a lot of time and had that emotional investment like you were talking about. So, um, but this is, I'll bring up something that's kind of, uh, I don't <laughs> say business related, but more relationship related yeah. as it comes bring it down up. to entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I mentioned my wife earlier yeah. and, uh, so this would be, I guess, you, it's important to have your spouse's buy-in. That's what that I just is, want to bring up. So I've heard Russell Brunson say multiple times, "You will only be as you can only be as successful as your spouse will allow you to be," or something yeah. along those lines. I might yeah. be misquoting him, but simple uh, enough. It, it is difficult enough to be an entrepreneur um, yeah. without any relationship resistance or difficulties <laughs> yeah. that come from yeah. your family or loved ones because you know, you're spending all your time on this thing or you haven't had the success yet or whatever. And so, um, that was a mistake I made starting this, not having uh, full support or buy-in from my wife. Yeah. Not that she yeah. didn't support me, but I mean, the, the thing I chose to focus on in the beginning is not something that, that she was all in on. And now that I've switched gears, um, it feels much, feels right to her and right to me yeah, yeah and that yeah. us to have better communication and yeah, yeah, support yeah. each other and even for her to help me out when i need help yeah. and things like that and not to feel like she is not heard or not valued yeah. in her opinions and things like that because like i said you don't you want as little resistance as possible yeah because yeah it's easy enough to drag yourself down with the questions we talked about earlier of am yeah. i doing the right thing is it all worth yeah. it all that yeah. stuff and um it's much better when you have open communication yeah. and, uh, you know, just being open and honest and 
and communicating really. Yeah, no man, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, man. That's actually a very good point. I think a lot of the people, if you're listening to, well, the guy, if you're listening to this and you are married or you've got a girlfriend or anything in that in your life or in family in your life, especially, it is difficult. Um, especially when you start working 25 hour days because you're so invested, emotionally invested in what you're doing because you, it all comes down actually to them because that's why you're doing this. It's not, right. it's, it's for yourself also internal because you want to feel that success because what I did is I compared myself to, to a lot of people out there, which was a really bad thing to do. And that put a lot of pressure on myself just from that. And then when that pressure started creeping in and frustration in the end, also creeped in and a lot of desperation because of what I was doing because I wanted to succeed, man. It actually came through in my relationship with my wife because I was, I was frustrated and I was taking it also up with her because you're frustrated. You can't help it. It's a raw emotion because you're, you're not getting where you want to be and you're going down this road and you're asking yourself every time this question of, am I going down, down, down the right road? And in the back of you, your wife is standing and saying, are you going down this right road? Is this another right road you're going down? So that just adds more pressure on you and the frustrations just mount up. And yeah, man, believe me, I, I've been there. I've walked down that road. And I think a lot of people, are, well, I think a lot of guys have interviewed also on this has gone through the road because family does take a knock on this because being an entrepreneur is not, is not as easy as a lot of people make it out to be because I think if you're single, it's maybe different. Then you can go get your Lambo and go do your thing, but that's not what I preach. Uh, I believe in your family is your big thing and your family needs to support you and your wife needs to jump into this. When I first started out with, with Funnel, so I'm actually going to my backstory here, sorry. <laughs> but I just wanted to kind of get back on that and just tell you guys that it's, I love the raw emotion you showed there and talking about this because I think a lot of people don't talk about this and they try and shy away from the pressures that they're getting outside of it and just talk, try and talk about the wins. And that's right. why I say the fails are so important. And the one fail you, you not fail, but one stress factor you had maybe was the family side of things also, because they are taking a knock and you're not with them, but you're trying to build something where you can get back time. Or oh, that's how I see it. And I experienced it where I, whenever I get success, I know it's in the right direction because then I know my family also gets a little bit of pressure taken off them because now I put systems in place. And because I know this is working and the systems I can put in place is going to run a lot of a big part of the business for me or a portion of the business, which I cannot kind of step out of and then spend more time with my family and friends and around me. But hey, man, uh, I totally get where you're coming from on that. And it's a difficult one. And it's not a one, one strategy fits all or one, uh, basically one, what's it, one word basically. But yeah, man. And that now has been sorted out as I take from it and you guys are on the same page and you've communicated and you've actually talked through this and she's most likely seeing the results also now that you're doing on what you're doing now. And that's helping. Yes. Yeah, that of course helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That helps. As soon as the money starts flowing in, then she's like, I told you, I told you. <laughs> then the story most likely changes. And yeah, because uh, yeah. Yeah, when, just to quickly just jump into what I just said, but when, we, when I started out, my wife was still working a full-time job. And by doing what I'm doing now at the moment and the success I've seen at the moment, it's actually allowed her to also jump out of her job, leave her job. And she's doing also stuff on the internet now and she's doing coaching and stuff. And it frees up her time. And she's only spending maybe five, six hours a week, uh, really. And we've got a newborn son and she's got a lot of time spending with him. It's, it's just freed up a lot of time. 
but it didn't start off like that. It started off as as you said, pressure. She's at the back of me standing like, is there another idea? And then you sit in, I don't know if you've had, you've had this, tell me if this is you, most likely. I mean, you sit in a group of friends and you think of a lot of ideas. And afterwards you think, I'm gonna tell my wife. And immediately she goes, oh man, it's gonna be another session of <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. but yeah. Yeah, it's always hard for me to communicate the vision. Sounds awesome in your head and then yeah. you try to get yeah. them to buy in. Yeah. I am the worst explainer of it because in my head it's just it just clicks. I think this is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> people mind, and you try and explain to your wife, and she's just sitting like, "What? Yeah, what are you talking about?" And then it just goes. Not that my wife was not intelligent. She just goes right. and she starts punching holes in it. And then I sit there like, "You're just being negative." But actually, <laughs> she's just trying to get realistic with me because I'm on a yeah. dopamine rush of the idea. And it's just overwhelming me, the whole dopamine rush. And I'm just thinking, this could be awesome. I'm going to make so much money. But actually, yeah. Why can't you see it? Yeah. Why can't you see the vision? Uh, yeah. But uh, a lot of the ideas, actually, I'm glad my wife just gave me that, that advice or told me but start punching holes through it because it actually helped me a lot to put uh, yeah. some way to ground me, just to think of. And I don't know if, if you're like this. Um, sorry, I'm taking off the conversation here. I feel bad about this now. No. But I, I don't know if your wife is also like this. Whenever you bring up when um, I, I actually lost, I lost my train of thought. The um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's awesome. But anyway, man. Anyway, okay. Yeah, you were saying you're glad your wife pokes holes in, yeah. in your ideas, and I was just thinking, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I have the same kind of thing. I mean, it's just it's nice to have another person to bounce your ideas off yeah. of and yeah. get another perspective. When all the ideas are yours, they're not as good as when you have another person there and you yeah. can put your minds together. And that's, what's been really great for yep. me um, having more buy-in from my wife on yep. what I'm working on now because yep. the conversations are easier and, and I want to talk to her about it and she wants to talk about it versus before it was like, we're, we're just not going to talk because I know you don't really like this idea, but I like it and it's just going to end up where we don't want it to go. So I just stopped talking about it and that's just all kinds of negative. So having yep. that person that you can, Hey, what, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? That's awesome. Getting perspective yeah. is, is really awesome. Yeah, because whenever I get a new idea, also know what I do is I, it's uh, some people say, uh, what's that? Uh, I know Fun Hacking Live when I, when I was in 2018, uh, they said, uh, what would Russell do? But I think of what would my wife say? That's my first <laughs> thing that pops in my head. I think I should make a t-shirt for that. What would my wife say? <laughs> <laughs> kind of that kind of thing. Because I think that might be a better one. Because uh, what would yeah. Russell do? I know, I know, but I'm thinking uh, my barrier is maybe what's, what did my wife say? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make a t shirt. I think I'm just going to do it. I think it's going to be made. Guys, want to buy a t shirt? You can opt in there. There you go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> cool, man. But uh, do you have uh, uh, kids at the moment or not? Yeah, we have three kids. So, um, yeah. are, are they enjoying this, this whole thing that you're taking on and you being an entrepreneur? And you spending more yeah. time with them? <laughs> or maybe yes. Huh? Yeah. So I work out of my house, which is great. So I get to see them. You know, when I was working in my last job, I would go, you know, some, I would go days and days without seeing them sometimes because I'd leave when they were still awake. They'd be asleep when I got home and That's all so that. Funny. So I definitely get to spend a lot more time with them. And I like to try to bring them into what I'm doing or let them at yeah. least know about it. All right. Um, because, you know, I want them to have. I don't know. I think being an entrepreneur is great and I don't want to yeah. force that on them, but I want them to be exposed to it and have the opportunity to go down that path if Brilliant. they 
they yeah. want to and, and seeing it in action is, is what's going to put those thoughts into their heads about yeah. what they can accomplish and i you know i bring up um other kids that I see using click funnels and having success and I go check out what this guy did. And, yeah, and, yeah. That's uh, awesome. a lot of fun to see them kind of have ideas of their own say, Oh, I could do this or I could do that. Or they ask me questions about the business and did yeah. you get any more sales dad? Things like oh, that. That's and, awesome. Yeah. A million sales. <laughs> Just be like a yeah. superman team. <laughs> that's awesome. That's brilliant. I know. I, well, if you're a fun entrepreneur as we are, then you're working from home. You definitely know you get, you get to spend more time with your family, which is great. I think it's one thing your wife maybe enjoy. That's the good thing about it, I think. Because um, just personally for me also, just for me and my wife, we have, as I said, we have a newborn in the house. And uh, it's just a lot. It's awesome because we can kind of help each other out. You're here to, to kind of see. I'm seeing my son grow the whole time, which is awesome. Right. It's awesome. And we, I, as you said, I also worked at a startup uh, when I started uh, well, way back. And, uh, man, you would work those awful hours and we'd fly to places. Yeah would never actually see your family and get back and your son would be like this tall like and you're just like hey, where's the time gone and it's yeah. just really doing this kind of thing i know entrepreneur journey is not easy not at all not at all but there is so much wins that i can take from it's like family time that i loved about it and just spending that time and doing that kind of thing yeah sometimes you get mad at each other because you're so much to get so so much time together and you know, maybe two, and you get a bit of cabin fever being in the house sometimes. Right. <laughs> but that's that's fine. I'll take that any any time of the day. So uh, yeah, for sure. Cool, yeah. man. So uh, yeah, man. So right, I want to get some advice from you. Okay. So what are some bad recommendations you've heard in this industry or in what you're doing at the moment? What's some bad recommendations you've heard and you kind of went, man? What the hell is this guy talking about? You should run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love asking that question because I always get a varied answer or sometimes I actually get very cool answers yeah, from this. Yeah, well, I don't know that I've had like one bit of advice that was just yeah. like, that's awful. But what I do notice is that um, as an example, I've, I've been looking at um, several people that teach how to grow your Facebook group, right? right. And it's interesting watching multiple people teach about it and they say contradictory things, right? So I don't know necessarily that any one of them is bad advice, but they're definitely contradictory. One person says, yeah. don't do this. One says, do that. How do I know which one's right? And what's the good advice and the bad advice? But I mean, that's, that's always a struggle, but I think the real bad advice maybe that's out there that isn't anyone necessarily saying this, it's more of a result of getting lots of advice is that, um, there's just too many things that pull you in that you could do, right? So, um, you know, there's so many aspects of running your business from, I don't know, running a Facebook group yeah. and doing your marketing, you know, running ads, building your product, um, reaching out, doing Dream 100, all these different things pull you in a million different directions. And the, the bad advice of the collective voice is that you have to do all these things, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a good you, point. Can't. you can't yeah. do it all at the same time. What you really need to do is focus on the best things. So a smart man once said, um, some things are good, some things are better, and some things are best. And you really have to learn how to um, let go of the good and the better things and only focus on the best things and be able to identify what those are. Because just because something is good to do, that's not good enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. not good enough for success. You've got to put the good things aside and do the best things. Yeah. And, um, 
it's a struggle to figure out what those are and to focus on yeah. them. But if you can focus, then you can excel and find yeah. success in the one thing that you're focused on. Yeah, man, that's that's great advice because that's why I did this podcast and why, why I'm doing this podcast is because I think I, th I found the medium that was comfortable for me and that's why I'm putting my time in. I'm not trying to do Facebook lives. I'm not doing to try and do Facebook posts. I'm not trying to do a million things because I know as a entrepreneur, you're going to pull yourself to, to a th so thin that you're not going to do any, well, you're not going to do anything, anything, one of those things good really or great really. Right. It's because you're you're not really focused too much on one because you're just trying to figure out the next one. So I, I personally think whenever you're starting out, just start with what you feel comfortable with. Use that medium and find somebody that's really been proven results, has been in the industry for some time at least, not somebody has just, as you said, there's five, six, seven, eight people teaching how to grow a Facebook group. So you just you should go and listen to, yeah, you're going to have to do your research. So I can't tell you exactly who that is, but yeah, go do your research. But yeah, it's usually what I also tell people like, is I'm part, I'm part of a lot of clients. I'm building a lot of funnels for a lot of high-end clients. And a lot of people think it's only the one person as the marketer standing in front of you who's doing your work. But actually, that's not the case. It's a lot of times it's a massive team in the background running a hell of a lot of stuff. So whenever you see those people doing so many things, you're thinking, oh, they're on this platform, they're on Instagram, they are on Facebook, they are on YouTube. And you think, oh man, I should do that also. I should run right. it up because this guy is doing it. And then immediately you should realize actually that they've got a team doing that. They don't have, they're not, they're not sitting and editing videos. They're not doing that. Maybe they started off with that medium, which was comfortable when they, when they started out. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give you well 100% surety that as soon as they could, they pass it off to somebody who knows what they're right. doing to grow that. And yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> I know, and I've I've seen the guys doing this, and I yeah, it's just awesome to see that being done. But at the same time, it's being realistic of what you can do. It's using your medium because I know Russell says publish, publish, publish every day, or and get yourself out there, which is and it's difficult. But I I would advise whenever you're starting out, focus on one thing, do that right. And you most likely, even if you stumble, if you're not doing that to perfect, you're still going to get success out of it. I think if you're doing well, you're following a proven system. So uh, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm ranting on there again. <laughs> so yeah, but that's great advice, man. That is really because I think a lot of people struggle whenever they're starting out. What should I focus on first? And yeah, yeah. that's a struggle. Yeah, it's always, always, always difficult to start out at the first thing. If you, if you get that first thing going and you see, well, you get that rolling, brilliant, awesome, you understand that. So yeah, awesome. I don't think it ever goes away either. And it's not just, you know, for new people, because no matter what phase of your business you're in, yep. there's always more things you could do than you can do, right? And oh, so right. they're just higher level things or bigger things that maybe yep. require more on your effort as you, you know, grow your business. but. There's always going to be distractions, so you've got to you've got to hone that skill, being able to focus yeah. on the most important things. Brilliant, man. With that actually said, you just brought up a good point there. Is life as a entrepreneur gets distracting, distracting, and you get overwhelmed. So, what do you do, man? What do you do whenever you just feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna say pull your hair out? But if guys watching us on YouTube would see, <laughs> okay, pull your beard hair out, your beard yeah. hair out, maybe. <laughs> When you get frustrated, man, what do you do just to go relax, go take a chill, or maybe, well, what do you do? What's a quirky thing maybe you do, or just something funny you do? Well, I mean, first of all, I think overwhelm always comes from looking too far ahead. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just going back to what we were just talking about of all the things you could be doing, it can be overwhelming to look at, I need to be on five different social platforms and doing all these you know, different things. And I can't do all that. It gets overwhelming. Or when you're on a specific project and you look at, you know, there are a hundred to do items on this project. Yep. I'm never going to get it done in time. Okay. It's always looking far into the future or too far into the future that causes overwhelm, I think. And so one thing I try to do whenever I feel that feeling is to say, all right, let me just take a step back and think about what is the next thing, you know, because I know I can do the next thing, you know, in yeah. the list of a hundred things, I just look at one thing. Yeah. It's not overwhelming. I just need, as you get overwhelmed and you stop making progress, you just start spinning and yeah. dealing with thoughts and emotions and it's not helpful. So you got to push that out and just say, what is the very next step? Put the blinders on. Don't look too far down. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just take action. And once I start to take action, you start to get those feelings of accomplishment, which helps with the overwhelm anyway. Yeah. Um, and you know, and that, that can all be hard to do, but from other than mind work that I'm just talking about there, <laughs> something that I actually do physically, uh, it's really simple. It's just sometimes go for a walk and there's no magic there or anything, but you know, you get locked into what you're doing and yeah. all your thoughts and everything. And you forget that there's more out there in the world than just your business. And sometimes I just walk around the neighborhood, get some fresh air. Yeah think about whatever while I'm out there and see that there's a world out there outside of your business and life will go on regardless yeah. of what I do or don't do in my business. Um, it's just, maybe it's the change of scenery or change of, you know, getting out of your seat yeah. or yeah. it is. I find that that helps uh, clear my mind sometimes. Yeah, man. I think you, you cannot uh, undervalue the, the, well, the, the, the greatness of a walk of just, how much clarity you can get of just taking a simple walk. I used to do that also, I used to do that, still doing it, but uh, I was living in Ireland for a year and the one thing I would do is, it's pretty cold then, <laughs> always raining, but I, I just told myself, I'm not gonna get out of the house, we're gonna get to go, go mad. I would just put on a weather jacket and I could walk a few kilometers, well, miles in the US, um, yeah. just get my head clear and just get that, it was cold air usually, <laughs> you get a bit of fresh air, your mind's just starts freeing up. And uh, yeah, and now here where I'm living on South Africa, uh, I've got a very hyperactive Jack Russell uh, dog. And that, yeah. uh, she's, she's hyperactive, but she forces me to go take a walk. Even though I don't feel overwhelmed yet sometimes, she just would sit at me looking at those eyes going, please, please <laughs> go take me for a walk. And yeah, that's uh, good. yeah, that's that's usually very good for me anyway. So she kind of, yeah, she's my, She's my uh, unofficial uh, psych, what uh, call it, psychiatrist. She takes me out, <laughs> takes me for a walk, and gets my head clear and everything. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Cool, man. Justin. Okay, so tell us now how I can get people. What you currently? Okay, so what you can we? Can you give an intro of CF Stylebox? What you currently working now, working on now, and how people can get in touch with you, or how can they join whatever you're doing? So, what am I recommend? Just, just throw it out there. Yeah. So. You know, I, I, I've done the initial release of, of CF Stylebox. I, I created a whole bunch of tools for the initial release, but I'm still adding more to it. And I'm going to continue to add more to it because one, I love building these things. Yeah. Um, my, my thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I want to keep adding more value to the product. And so I've got a whole list of, a long list of things I'm going to be adding into it. Oh, and right. what I'm working on right now is a set of, I guess you'd call them, section transitions or section dividers. So okay. within ClickFunnels, you know, you have sections, rows, and elements that you drop in there. So when you drop a section into your funnel, 
you know, that creates a dividing line. And if you have different background colors, for example, between two sections, yeah. Yeah. you're going to see a horizontal line there, right? Yeah, yeah. Which looks good, but there's different things you can do there with, awesome. you know, making those lines diagonal or having them oh, dip down into a, a point or different yeah. kind of things that just kind of look cool. Yeah. Um, I really like those kind of things. So I'm, I'm currently working on several of those. Yeah. I've got a few done that I'm going to be releasing soon. Um, but a whole bunch of others that I'll, I'll get in there as yeah. well and create this collection of section dividers that just really, really look nice and sharp on awesome. your page. So that'll be coming out soon. And um, the way I have CS Stylebox right now is it's a one-time payment that yeah. gives you access to everything in there. Really? And I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be, I'm going to be changing that up. So I'm going to continue to have that, but I think it'd be really nice to have um, smaller bits as well. So like a collection of, these dividers, like I talked about, that, that yeah. you could buy independent of the, you know, if you don't want yeah. to buy the entire package, but yeah. you like the idea of these dividers, you can buy that for a, you know, a cheaper amount, right. and then have like a higher amount for buying the whole inclusive thing that will always include everything that gets added. So um, I guess be looking for the price of the all-inclusive thing to go up as I start rolling out these individual lower priced things. Yeah. Um, but it's a great way, depending on where you're at, what kind of price point you're looking for, to be able to jump in and get All something. Right. You're not ready for everything. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's my, my focus right now. Okay. And people can find out more about me, like you said, just by connecting with me on Facebook. And you All can right. find out more about CF Stylebox by going to cfstylebox.com. And that's I actually have some. It's supposed to straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy. Uh, but I got some freebies as well. Anybody listening might want some free uh, add-ons so awesome. you can go to cfstylebox.com slash text is t-e-x-t -E, okay. and that's a collection i'll give you access to my uh the free portions and there's a collection of text effects in there that'll basically um make your headlines kind of pop out look nicer instead of just the standard headlines that you can drop in these will okay. do different kind of effects to those texts to, to yeah. jump out off yeah. in different areas so all right man that's awesome. I love the whole idea of this, man. I, believe me, I'm going to be, I'll be getting into this anyway with you. So in more detail, but uh, this awesome. is awesome, man. Jeez. Um, just taking people's funnels again to the next level and letting a normal person that doesn't know anything about coding actually look very professional. That's quite cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. It can be a huge, huge yeah. cost savings for people because it can be expensive to, you know, try to get other people to do it yeah. for you. Getting a design, that, man. That. I guess you build funnels for people and that's awesome. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's the way to go, but yeah. somebody that's not at that budget level, um, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it it just helps awesome. Them, man. awesome. Ja okay, Justin, it's been a real pleasure, man. I've loved having you on here and guys, I'll most likely anyway, put, um, in, in the show notes, I'll put the link, anything for you guys to check out there. But, uh, yeah, Justin, again, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, awesome being connecting with you. And I think we're going to have, uh, most likely have you on again, uh, in a few months. Uh, when you are at the two comma club level and are smiling back at us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're loving awesome. to see you there. And hopefully uh, we'll see you each other anyway at the 2019. Oh, it's already 2020. 2020 uh, uh, for Live. And yeah, be, I'll be there. Uh, that'd be awesome. Cool, guys. Uh, so that's the episode for today. Justin, any last words you want to share with us? Uh, just thank you to you, Will, for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's been great. Uh, it's been a fun conversation. So, Look forward to having more in the future. Awesome, man. Okay, guys, check out the next one. 
All right, everyone. So uh, I trust you enjoyed that episode just like I did recording it. And you got a ton of value from it. If you'd like to know more about sales funnels and learn a lot more about it and speak to like-minded funnelpreneurs, then head over to thefunnelsociety.com forward slash community. And what I'll do is I'll send you a personal invite to our Facebook group where we geek out about sales funnels, how we do live streams, and we just give you guys a lot more value on how to build a business online using sales funnels. So guys, that's it for me today. Thanks for being here. Uh, Have a great day and see you on the next episode.